Lots of fun this morning. Fun morning. Uh, in case you're wondering, Pastor Joshua is not here with us this morning. He's on vacation. Isn't that cool? So, <laughs> praying they'll be uh, refreshed and have a great time. And uh, we have a great treat this morning. Uh, uh, good son of this house um, and uh, a dear friends. Uh, I met this young man when, uh, well, when he came after a much-awaited uh, arrival, uh, when we found out that his wife, the sweet little missionary going over, being sent to Africa, had suddenly gotten engaged. And eyebrows were raised. And we thought, what? Wait, really? And uh, so when I met him, uh, I was so delighted, so delighted that he was the real deal and that he was an awesome, awesome man. So I had the privilege of getting to know them. We did some premarital counseling. And uh, um, so I, he, he's a wonderful guy, and you guys know him by now. And I want to say everything about this guy's real. So the passion that he has, the smile that he has, it's not put on. This is a real Jesus thing uh, that you see in this guy. Uh, he has a wonderful testimony, and uh, today he has uh, a word to share. And if you've ever heard him before, I think you know it's going to be fun. So I want to call up my, my dear brother, Awino. Thanks, man. I love you, too. Just stretch, just stretch out your hand. You stretch out your hand to him this morning. Lord, we honor the anointing that's on this man. We honor the call. We honor the wisdom. And we honor him. And this morning we ask you to anoint him and to open up our hearts and open up our ears to be receptive to the word that's going to come through. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. That was really an awesome introduction, Jason. Did a great job. How are you, everybody? I'm really excited to see each and every one of you. Um, my English is getting better, you know. It's really getting better. And um, I hope I will be uh, clear to everyone because, you know, it's my second language. And um, sometimes it can be hard, you know what I mean? So um, here's what I want us to do. I want us to stand up and hold hands. How about that? Let's stand up and hold hands. And uh, I'm just going to pray. I'm just going to pray for unity among us today. I want us to be, because we are one body, I want us to be in one spirit. Heavenly Father, I want to say thank you. Thank you that you are amazing. <laughs> wow. Thank you that you are holy and blameless in every way. And I'm just standing here, just an instrument. Without you, I'm nothing. And we just want to invite you to be in our midst and just help us to understand what you want to say to us. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Take a seat. Or sit down. 
Oh, may you please sit down? <laughs> oh, man. You guys mind if I pray in my native language? It kind of helps me a lot to, uh, that's how I connect with God. When, when you speak your native language, your first language is like, there's this connection, that special connection between you and God. And um, I like to do that before I speak, um, just to get myself in the right place. You can agree even if you don't understand, because I know God is, you know, he understands every language. And you guys know too. So uh, just agree as I pray. Um, sometimes I get really emotional when I pray in my native language for some reason. Um, I don't know if you get the same thing sometimes, but I often get that. It's just because I just, I get closer and I just feel, you know, it's just, it's hard to explain. Okay, I'm just going to pray. Tate onamapangiro henda. Andiku pandura, andiku hambele, andiku simane kereiro ngawe na hondo. Injo kare puna ete muhona mukuru anje menaria Yesu. Dangi kovondaya, dangi koruthuvero muhona mukuru anje menaria Yesu. Dangi kutawachuthuvera muhona oshari menaria Yesu. Irau kare puna ete menakutia kakuno, windu, kakuno mundu warwe nguathana kuna ave muhona oshari. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, you are just an amazing God. Oh my goodness. You are just you're awesome. And I'm just so privileged. And I'm just so glad to be alive right now. And to be able to have everything that I have. I don't deserve it. Because I'm just a human being like everybody else. But you are awesome. Amen. Amen. So today, I'm going to talk about one of my favorite subjects, which is the presence of God. I often, wherever I'm trying to plan, or I'm planning a trip, or I want to go somewhere, I always ask the Lord to lead me in His presence. Because... Life is so hard without God's presence. And one thing I've realized, the presence of God is everywhere, every time. You can go in the restroom and you feel it. You can be on the roof, it's right there. You can be in Africa, it feels the same way. You can be here in America, and the presence of God is still just the presence of God. 
And there's nothing you can change about that. Amen? So the greatest reality of heaven is the presence of God. There is no shadow in his presence. Everything is glorious. Often when you get into the presence of God, you almost tend to become like someone else. Like you are getting all these visions, you are getting all these pictures, you are getting all these these goosebumps, you get, you know, sometimes you don't feel that, but often people feel like that, and it's like, oh, what's happening to me? It's because you are stepping into a realm where there's so much joy, there's not so much peace, it's holy, it's clear, it's just awesome. And there's no other place I'd rather be rather than the presence of God. And I believe we all need that. I believe we are all craving for that. Because if you are not, you better get started. (laughs) Because it's good. It's really good. I often tell myself, you know what? I need to just dive in his presence. When I was preparing this message, I was seeing this vision You know, I was standing by the pool um, at our apartment where I'm staying. I drove by, and I'm like, oh, pool. Oh, it's closed. You know, it's winter time. Nobody's going to swim. And the Lord is saying, it's not about that. Think about your message, diving in my presence and diving into a swimming pool, for instance. First of all, you stand there. I mean, it's fun, right? It's fun to dive in the pool. Um, it's filled with water, maybe 10 feet deep, really wide. You stand there, and you want to dive because it's so fun. But in your brain, somehow, you believe and you trust that, oh, this water, I'm going to dive, and I'm not going to get hurt. But if it was empty, you can't dive in there. You're going to break your neck. (laughs) And I just felt like the Lord was saying, my presence is so thick. It's overwhelming. It's amazing. And if you trust yourself enough that you're able to trust God and his presence, I, I think you are able to make yourself dive in. Most of the time, we are kind of holding back because you think, oh, I'm not holy enough, or maybe there's a whole lot of things in my life that I want to get rid of. That's not necessary. The Lord says, come just as you are. His arms are always open, and he's willing to take you just as you are. And when you get closer and closer to him, you become just like him. And I hope you guys are craving for that, because I'm craving for that every single day. Every single hour, I want to be in his presence. That's where I want to be. And that's what makes you not complain as often. That's what makes you a better person because you come to a place where you are like, God, I know life sucks right now, but you are awesome, and I want to be just like you. I want to be close to you. 
And you can only find that peace. You can only find that joy in God's presence. You can go travel around the world. There's no place that's better than the presence of God. Amen. I want us to read um, Psalm 63, verse 1 to 5. Oh God, you are my God. I shall seek you earnestly. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh yearns for you. In a dry and a weary land where there's no water, thus I have seen you. In the sanctuary, to see your power and your glory, because your loving kindness is better than life. I just want to stop right there. Are you getting what I'm getting? God's loving kindness is better than life. That is profound. That is Bible. Because life is good, but life is not complete without God or without his presence. Life can be disappointing sometimes. I went through a lot. And I believe everyone here had some hard time in their lives, in the past, in the present. I don't know exactly what you're going through right now. But what I'm trying to encourage you is that God's loving kindness, it's better than life. Whatever in life that seems to be valuable to you, without God, life is completely useless. Amen? Let's move on. My lips will praise you, so I will bless you as long as I live. I will lift up my hands in your name. My soul is satisfied as my mirror and fatness and my mouth offers praises and joyful lips to the Lord. I just like how David, (laughs) the Bible says he's he's a man after God's heart. What makes him a man after God's heart? I mean, he did some really bad things. But at the same time, he did not give up on God. This is where the problem is. God is not going to give up on you, but often we give up on him. Just like I said at the beginning, his arms are always open. Often we blame ourselves for something that you did, and it seems like every time you're trying to step forward, every every time you're trying to take that step of faith forward, There's this block, there's this wall between you and God. And every time you try to pray and and, and seek the Lord for something specific, sometimes you feel like your prayers are not answered. But that's not God's problem. That might be your problem. That might be something that you need to dig a little deeper in your heart and say, what's going on? Why am I not getting this breakthrough, you know? Often people tend to say, oh, maybe you're just not patient enough. But I've been, you know, I've been praying for this thing for like 10 years, for example, and it's just not happening. Sometimes it's very good, 
very important to go back and kind of like see yourself with God, what's going on. Because I believe when you have a personal relationship with God, it's very possible to kind of like have that conversation and you know exactly what's wrong, what I need to do right so I can actually move on to the next level. Amen? When you have the hunger for God and you begin to seek Him diligently, often He's, he's downloading files and a glimpse of Himself to you wherever you are. Because there's no transformation without an, an encounter with God. Amen? Transformation, it's not going to happen if you don't have that encounter with God, if you don't have it. So what I'm trying to say is that let's try as a congregation, as people, to, to often have that encounter with God. It's very important that your relationship with God is something that you value and something that comes first in your life as a person. Regardless of what you're going through, whether you're poor or you're rich, your relationship with God is what comes first. Amen? We have been given an assignment. Our job is not to go to heaven, but to bring that reality, the world, that world here on earth. And we have, give, we have been given that authority. Often people, if often we tend to be like, well, I'm saved. That's it. That's all I need. I'm saved. I'm a Christian, so I'm good. You know, life keep going. We're good. But really? Come on, really? No, that's, that's, not, that's not what's it. There's a whole lot of people out there that are not saved and they need us. They need you and me. They need you and me. They need you and you and you and you and you. And we turn to have excuses. I'm not a preacher. How am I going to? Everybody has a testimony. Come on. Everybody has a testimony. Who is there that doesn't have a testimony? Everybody seems to have a testimony. And that's more than enough to just share the greatness of God I don't care how you're going to bring it out. I don't care how you're going to share it. But people need to hear it. You know, I was born in the village. I grew up in the village. And a lot of people didn't really believe in God. But I had to go to the city. That's where I actually met people that began to talk to me about the Lord. And I realized, oh, this God. That's how I ended up giving my life to Jesus. So what I'm trying to say is that you are not just saved to go to heaven. You are saved to actually get other people saved. It's like you are blessed to be a blessing to other people. You are not just blessed, blessed to keep that blessing on your own, on yourself, but you are blessed to actually bless other people. Amen? Amen. And I think that's really, really important. I want us to, uh, to read um, Matthew 9. 20 to 22. I actually really love this scripture. It says, And a woman who had been suffering from 
hemorrhage for 12 years, came up behind him and touched the fridge of his clock. For she was saying to herself, If I only touch his garment, I will get well. But Jesus turning and seeing her saying, He said, Daughter, take courage. Your faith has made you well. At once, the woman was made well. See, I'm still talking about diving in God's presence. This is how I roll myself. I'm always trying to keep that hunger for the Lord. I'm always hungry for more. And I think that's really, really important for each and every one of us. Whether you are young, you're old, middle class, however, it's very necessary. I mean, when I read this story, this woman, she was craving. She knew somehow she was going to get healed. There were so many people, I believe, at that point when Jesus was walking. And she said to herself, if I could only touch whatever he's wearing, I'll be healed. What I'm trying to say is that sometimes you feel like you're really far from the Lord. And whatever you're trusting him for, it seems like it's, not, it's just not working. It's very, very important for you to just kind of like forget about everything that's going on and say, Lord, I want to dive in your presence. I'm just going to dive in and I'm just going to roll with you wherever you go, whatever you do. This is me. I feel like the Lord wants us to trust him fully regardless of what's happening in your life because he wants that. When your faith meets God's faith, Something great is going to happen. But you have to make yourself do that. Because I do believe the biggest stumbling block between people and God, it's not always the devil. Sometimes it's yourself. The way you think. That's why our mind has to be renewed. Amen? Amen? You might be asking, how do I do that? How do I just dive in God's presence? I want us to read John 4, 23 to 24. But an hour has come, or is coming, and now is... When the true worshipers worship the Father in spirit and in the truth. For such people, the Father is seeking for. To be his worshipers. God is the spirit. And those who worship him must worship him in the spirit and in truth. Heavenly Father is not looking for great worship. He's looking for our hearts. He's looking for great worshipers. He's not looking for worship. Amen? When I'm talking about worship, I'm not just talking about singing songs out here. I'm talking about your lifestyle. 
the way you speak, the way you think, the way you do things. Are you glorifying the Lord's name? That's what's important. Because when you dive in His presence, whatever is going on, here's how I do it. Give you an example. When there's something I'm struggling with personally, I always tell myself, I'm useless without Him. Are we not? You're useless without Him. You're useless without God. So what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I'm just going to put myself there and say, Lord, I'm, I'm very honest with God. You know, I don't compromise with God. I tell Him exactly how I feel. From the deep inside, Lord, this is how I feel. I can't do this, but I know you can. So help me, Lord. Give me that courage. Take me to another level. I want to become better. And he always says, seek my presence. That's where you find joy. That's where you find peace. That's where you find comfort. That's where you find love. That's where you find peace, patience, whatever you need that's really good. It comes from the Lord. It's in his presence. That's where you need to go. But you're going to have to forget about whatever is happening, whatever it's going, you're going through. Just dive in. He's willing to catch you and kiss you and hug you and just make you smile. And life becomes like a piece of cake because God's presence becomes valuable and you become just like him. And you are like flying, but you're not really flying, but you're like full of joy. But at the same time, you're smiling. But at the same time, it's like, ah. <sighs> And then you forget about everything that's going on in your life because nothing matters in life. God is what we need and God is everything to us. Amen? So I just want the worship team to come up and I just want to invite everyone. I want to invite everyone just to come up here or wherever you are, feel comfortable to just say, Lord, I want to just... Dive in your presence. I just want to be closer. I don't care about whatever I'm going through right now. I don't care about what people are going to say about me. Because your loving kindness is better than life. That's what I'm craving for. And that's what we need to crave for. Because once you have him, and once you keep that, this nothing is impossible. Amen? Are you going to do this with me? Because I'm going to dive in His presence. And I'm just going to experience that. Amen? God bless you.